Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net. And enter promo code almost famous to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What? advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey everyone, welcome to a special episode of the Almost Famous podcast. Today, as will be the case for the next two weeks, Ben is out, so I'm having Jared fill in. Today. We, today. Don't, we don't today. know if this is moving forward. No, probably Just not. today. But I like having you here. And well, I was downstairs, so. <laughs> You're convenient. Yeah. You're a convenient get. They're like, oh, no, we need a co-host. Who can we get? Well, Jared's 25 feet away from Ashley. Let's just bring him in. Yeah, well, so we have today Josh Sider. Mm-hmm. And he um, made headlines on Monday because according to Instagram, according to his Instagram, he had died. Yeah, it and, was really it, tragic. And is, then, is Josh here with us right now? He's, or he's, still? he's not here yet. Okay. Um, but I just wanted to, you know, quick brief. And then the next day, about 24 hours later, 
he got posted. on and he was like, guess what? I'm, I'm here and alive. I've been hacked, he said. Mm-hmm. So you were actually on Caitlin Bristow's season with Josh. You were only there for one night with him because he got eliminated night one. Yeah, I was convinced that uh, he was going to get the rose uh, before me because there was one rose left on the table. I was the final rose of the evening. And I remember thinking at the time, because he was so good looking, I did not know he was a stripper at the time. He was also stripper slash a law, law student. Law student. And so I was like, oh, this guy's a, you know, a law student. He's very good looking, very nice, down to earth. I was like, he's definitely getting the rose. And then I luckily got the rose. Um, and then I haven't seen him since. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> All right. So we are going to bring him in now. Perfect. Um, to get his story. Yeah, of course. Hi, Josh. Hey, how are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. Josh, long time no see. I haven't seen you in eight years. I know. I, I still remember talking to you. I think you're the only person I talked to on, when I was on the show because I was obviously not there very long. So you're like the only person I remember. I, I was just telling a story about how I think I was standing next to you in the rose ceremony and or you were next, either next to me or like one over. And at the time, you were a law student and very good looking down to earth. And I remember there was one rose left and I was like, I, I'm definitely going home because he's getting above me. <laughs> and then luckily, I Caitlin called my name and I was like, holy shit. And then obviously, miraculously met my wife on Bachelor in Paradise, which is insane. But uh, it's good to see you. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been a wild 48 hours for you, to say the least. Um, before we talk about that, I kind of wanted to just catch up with you quickly. Uh, what is, you know, you were on the show with me eight eight years ago my god wow we're old uh what has life been like for you since uh yeah so obviously i took kind of a different path than everyone else that was on the show with me um obviously i didn't last very long i was on you know for two minutes tops um but i was a dancer at the time like you mentioned and so for the next five years i just continued doing that and working at my craft of dancing at the time and then i transitioned out of that in about 2017 and i started blogging on instagram about mental health if i didn't have a following at the time maybe like a thousand followers or something and over time built that up to where it's at now almost half a million and i i think what i do is resonated with a lot of people a lot of people can relate to my story and so i've really been just focused on that i also do have an only fans that i started in 2018 that for some reason, I don't know why is successful and I've done very well at that. Um, so that helps pay the bills, but it's not fulfilling. It doesn't give me a sense of purpose. So my mental health work is kind of what grounds me and is what I find a sense of meaning and purpose in, in my day to day life. So you said that your story resonates with a lot of people. That's how you've garnered so many followers. So what is your mental health story? If you could give us a little brief background. Yeah, so I, I think it starts uh, being homeschooled. So I was homeschooled my whole life up until college. I went to public school for one year, but didn't work out. So my mom homeschooled me and my three brothers. I think 
coming in, up in that strict um, religious upbringing where you're homeschooled, they see the world as evil, they think there's the devil lurking behind every corner. That created kind of a latent anxiety in me as a, as a you know, as a five-year-old, my mom's telling me I'm going to go to hell if I don't believe in God. So when I was about 15, I think just the isolation of being homeschooled, growing up in a strict religious family, it all kind of manifested. And I had a lot of anxiety and depression and I started seeing a counselor for that. Um, and then in 2021, when I was in college, I um, just underwent kind of like a dramatic experience where I ended up getting hospitalized and, you know, kind of committed for a while. And so I've been open and honest about all of that stuff that happened then and since and that I'm still dealing with um, <laughs> with all of my followers on Instagram. And I think a lot of them identify, even if not directly with like my story, just generally dealing with anxiety and adulting and being a human in the world that we live in today. So what are those conversations like? Like when you talk to people who follow you and they're dealing with a lot of issues that you've dealt with as well. I mean, obviously, don't say anybody's name, but uh, I'm sure that's confidential. But, you know, like, what are some of the things that can help someone who's going through a, a pretty difficult time? Yeah, so I wish there was a magic pill or a magic answer that I could give someone. I can't. What I can give them is tools. So what help has been very effective for me is cognitive behavioral therapy, which I practice with my therapist, which is basically the premise of it is we stress ourselves out with our faulty thinking. We think we must be loved by everyone. We must be liked by everyone. We must have everyone's approval. We must be successful. We must do well. And that's not true. Those aren't truths. They just exist in our head. And the truth is, we don't need to be liked by everyone. Everyone can hate us and life goes on. We don't need to be successful. We don't need to be perfect. We can fall short. Um, and that's okay. And so we stress ourselves out when we employ that faulty thinking. So we need to restructure our thoughts so that we don't masturbate or I must be liked, I must be loved, I must be successful. And instead just say, I would prefer to be these things, but if I'm not, I'll do better, but I'm not a terrible human being. And you don't draw sweeping generalizations about yourself based on your failure to succeed or your failure to be liked. That doesn't make you a terrible person. Um, and so I try to just share that with people and I point them to literature and books and therapists that might be able to help them restructure their thoughts with cognitive behavioral therapy. And I'm, I'm always confident that that will help them as much as it's helped me. So, so let's talk about your Instagram getting <laughs> hacked. So you say that it was hacked on Monday and why don't you just, can you just tell us the story? Like what happened? Uh, yeah. So I was trying to log into my account on Monday. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't log into it, which is weird because normally kick, click the, you know, I have an iPhone. I click the Instagram icon on my iPhone and I automatically take into my profile and it, you know, I was asking me to to log in manually and I thought that was weird. So I'm trying to do it. It's not working. I'm trying to remember my password and I'm like, dad, I can't really remember my password, but I think this is it. And then at the same time, like a short time later, my phone starts going off with just hundreds of text messages and it's ringing off the hook while I'm trying to log in. And I'm like, 
something's weird. Like I have a feeling this is all connected. And so anyways, you know, I, people started sending me screenshots of something that had been posted on my page. And I was like, Oh man, I was like, so like someone's either playing a prank or someone got in it. I didn't know what was going on. Um, so I spent, it was from the time it happened until I got back into my account, it was 18 hours. Um, obviously I slept some during that time. So I spent about nine or 10 hours frantically trying to get back into my account. Um, I don't have like a T a social media manager or a team or a PR team. It's just, you know, me and my house on my phone. So um, I hit, I'm not very technologically uh, adept. So I hit up some of my friends and was like, dude, like, do you know any way like that something's going on? Like someone obviously got into my account. We need to get them out and like change the password. And eventually I was able to, and that's when I posted the videos. But I heard that you didn't even file a report with Instagram. Why would you think not to do that? Uh, it's just, you know, once I got back in and reset my password, put on two-factor authentication. Um, I don't know. For me, it just didn't isn't like my top priority. My top, uh, you know, I had family members from Texas calling me crying. I had my mom crying. I had, um, you know, hundreds of text messages I was fielding and I'm still fielding. Even today, I've spent all morning fielding and I'm doing interviews with CNN, Good Morning America, The Today Show, Extra. Um, so, Filing a report after the fact with Instagram is like, I don't know if that it's just not hasn't been like a top priority, but I feel like I we remedied the situation. I'm back into my account. I feel like it's safe and protected now. And uh, so it's just not a top priority for me. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just and speak to you with a powerful, clean and refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. 
At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care, and you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous, that's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Your ex-girlfriend of 2 weeks who you dated this month, um, Monica Beverly Hills from RuPaul's Drag Race. She's kind of come out and said that if you needed someone that had a following to get the message out there quickly, you could have always reached out to her. How do you respond to that? I hung out with Monica three times in my entire life. I'm 36 years old. I have hung out with her three times for a total of maybe six hours um, at her beckoning. Um, she'd been messaging me on Instagram since 2018. Um, so I, you know, we were both in Chicago. So I ended up hanging out with her three times over a week and a half period. She's not my girlfriend. Um, I don't know why the media is, they're just referring to that because it's sensational to say that she's my ex. Um, I, you know, I've had more physical contact with my mom um, and my dad, who's been dead for two years than I have with Monica. Um, but um, why would I talk to her? I wasn't even talking to her at the time. So I'm not going to hit up someone I hung out with three times and say, oh, can you make a statement? I thought it was better for me to prioritize getting back into my platform with half a million followers and post directly to them a video of myself letting them know I'm here in the flesh and I'm alive Then hitting up some chick I hung out with, you know, a few weeks earlier and telling her to make a written statement saying Josh is alive because he told me so. Like it, it just does, it defies reality. It doesn't even make sense. I'm assuming you're working on trying to figure out who hacked your account, but what do you think the motive was behind this? Uh, you know, for me, it just kind of slaps of anti mental health. I know a lot of people find that concept foreign, but I've been dealing, you know, I've been blogging about it and, and one of the more vocal people on Instagram talking about it for the better part of six years. For those six years, I'd say every day I get people telling me, you should commit suicide. You're a stupid idiot that suffers from mental illness. You should just die. Um, too bad you weren't successful. It's so funny. You have anxiety and depression. I mean, there's a real 
anti-mental health ethos and pathology out there where people like to mock it. And I think social media rewards people that say things for shock value. So if you tell someone who has mental illness, you know, go kill yourself, you should die. They know that it's going to rage bait people and they know it's going to get people upset and they get rewarded for it because they get clicks. So I feel like the person that posted that thing basically mocking me and saying I'm suffering from depression and anxiety and I decided to take my life. It's very similar to the type of language that I see in the messages that the hateful messages that come to me, just take your life, you should just do it. So I'm not I, I can't get into that person's mind. So I'm just, you know, guessing I'm not clairvoyant. But to me, I feel like it was an attack on mental health. Um, and Honestly, I feel like in Donald Trump's America, science and things that are established, like mental illness, are not taken as seriously. In, in, in the America that we live in, things that should be taken seriously, like climate change, mental health, trans rights, LGBTQ rights, they're not taken seriously by a large um a large part of the population. And so they mock it and they make fun of it because they don't understand it. And so I think this just has a lot of underlying like things beneath it. So I don't really want to like try to guess, but that's just kind of how it comes off to me. I feel like it, it was, it was mocking me and it was basically telling me to go kill myself and I should be dead. Some people are speculating that possibly you were the conductor of this whole thing that like you were the one that posted it just to get attention. And we certainly have seen a lot of headlines about you over the past couple days. So how do you respond to those people who are thinking that this has not been a legitimate hacking? Yeah, I think those are all like, you know, legitimate um, things to allege and to say. I think there's legitimate detractors out there. Um, and, and it's just not, you know, it's a fire rod issue on so many levels. It's reality TV, mental health, Josh Sider, um, hacking, death, life. Um, so it's kind of going to get people from, from all sides of the aisle. So I look, I think there's some people with some legitimate concerns. I've been trying to answer all of the questions that I can, um, I wasn't the hacker, so I can't answer. I can only answer questions as Josh Sider. I was also a victim of this, um, but I tried to do my best. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't. All I can do is speak the truth, and the truth is I wasn't behind it. And people can either choose to believe it or not. Um, like I said earlier, you can't please everybody, and I don't really. Care if people don't believe me, or and I really don't care if people hate me. Um, it just doesn't affect me or my happiness. So all I can do is speak the truth, and if they believe me and believe the truth, great. And if they don't, I don't care. It's not going to affect my life. So, what has your mental state been over the past forty-eight hours? Um, so it's it's been definitely better now. I mean, I was having like, you know, panic. Anytime there's a spike in my anxiety, I kind of have panic attacks, a little bit of depersonalization, which a lot of people know what it is. I, it's a lot to go into now, but a little bit of dissociation, but now much better. Um, but there's still a lot of hate out there. Um, on my Instagram, I have hundreds of messages that come in daily. Um, just you, you are behind this. I know it. And so that, you know, gives me a little anxiety just reading how much 
some people hate me, but overall I'm doing pretty well. I try to um, find meaning and purpose in my day-to-day life that is um, regardless of what's going on. So even if I'm not experiencing success in my personal life or things are going wrong on social media, I still try to ground myself through diet, exercise, going for walks. So um, even though I've been stressed out lately, I've tried to kind of maintain structure throughout. And now that the storm is kind of passing, I'm definitely doing a lot better. Um, but I think it's important that, you know, we're able to just no matter what is going on in our lives, we have some kind of a way to just kind of level ourselves out so that we don't like lose our marbles during it. So, um, but overall, I'm doing good. And I appreciate you asking. I know that you don't want to talk about Monica Beverly Hills anymore, but I do have one question I just want to sure. get out there. That's fine. I don't care. Um, she says in one article and in one interview that she did this week that you um, have had multiple Instagram accounts and that, that you have yes. planted stories on the internet about you being a clout chaser. Yeah, I saw that. That was so weird. So I, I'm very honest about, you know, I only have one Instagram account. I have, there's a lot of like fan page. There's a lot of fan pages of me. Like when I first started doing mental health, um, I don't know how many are still out there. Um, but I don't own any other or run any other Instagram pages. I don't have time to, I mean, usually I only make like one post a week on my own Instagram. And honestly, I don't go when I'm on Instagram, I'm only posting on my Instagram. I don't go through the explore page. Usually I'm not looking at other people's posts. I don't interact with other people. So I certainly wouldn't be managing other accounts where I'm doing that. I don't even like doing it on my own account. I just get on, upload my posts, copy and paste my mental health caption in, occasionally post a story and, and that's it. So I did see her saying that I run multiple accounts. I'd be interested in knowing like what, I almost feel sorry for her that she thinks that. I don't know if someone told her or what, but it's such a weird thing to accuse me of, but it's completely false and baffling to me. And then the clout chaser thing, I've been called a clout chaser. I've dated women from 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockup, uh, other reality. I can't even think. I think there's a couple other reality shows out there of women that I've dated. So people like to accuse me of lots of things. And the, the accuse the moniker clout chaser doesn't bother me. I kind of think it's funny. So. Why do you think you're drawn to women from reality shows? Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, during COVID, there's a lot of boredom going on because we were all locked down. So I was definitely, you know, just bored. And I think we were all on our phones more. And I was single. So I was chatting to people. And, you know, it, it just the relationships would develop after talking for a while. Um, but I don't know, like if there's a rhyme or reason behind it, it's just kind of how it's played out, you know, just like people find love on a reality show. It's like, well, why'd you find love on a reality show? That's such an odd thing and an odd place to go to search for love. What was your motivation for doing that? It's like, I mean, I don't know. Why do we? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair Jared. point. Jared. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, I ask myself that every day. I, I admit one fan of the show Two, I do like attention. Three, wanted to find someone. <laughs> yeah, kind of all worked out. Yeah, Check and it marks. worked. And it worked. It did. Yeah. Knock on wood. Uh, well, Josh, thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. 
Uh, you know, wishing you the best. Uh, hopefully everything gets cleared up. Uh, I can only imagine, uh, what you're, you know, cause obviously I'm thinking about your family too. Like you talked about your mom. I mean, yeah, that's a scary scenario. Just kind of see that and not know what's going on. So yeah. wish you nothing but the best. Thank you again for joining us. Good seeing you, buddy. Thanks guys. I appreciate it. Take care. Bye Josh. Bye. See ya. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.